Hi! Welcome to another episode of Bible Buddies Podcast. I am Dina, your Bible Buddy. For this episode, we will continue on Philippians chapter 3. Let's remember that this is a letter written by Apostle Paul to a church in Philippi. He planted this church like 11 years before writing this letter. So he wrote this letter while he was in a Roman prison. During this time, it was a crime to preach about a lord other than the emperor. Just kasi yung turing nila sa mga emperor noon. So he was captured and treated like a criminal for preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. Apostle Paul greatly suffered for his faith in Jesus. Pero kahit na ganito yung nangyari sa kanya, lots of Christians became even more bolder in sharing their faith in Jesus. So Paul was encouraging this church in Philippi to continue to trust and to live for Jesus despite the persecutions that they were experiencing. Nakita ko sa letter na to how Paul was really pointing the Christians towards Christ, that, that Christ is our ultimate role model and ultimate goal in life. So now, let's continue on chapter 3. May lang ang chapter na to compared with the other chapters dahil 21 verses lang siya at may dalawang subheadings lang. So as usual, I will read the passages per sub- subheading. Then after each subheading, I will pause to share some insights and reflections I had while reading and some commentaries from my study Bible that helped me to understand these passages better. So first subheading, uh, verse 1. Finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Look out for the dogs, look out for the evildoers, look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also. If anyone who if anyone else thinks he has reason for confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised in the, on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, as to the law, a Pharisee, as to zeal, a persecutor of the church, as to righteousness under the law, blameless. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing truth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Jesus, the righteousness from God that depends on my faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So fun facts about this letter, the word joy or rejoice appeared for more than 12 times in the whole letter. So encouragement is really an important theme in this letter. Maybe the church in Philippi is really facing a troubling persecution during this time, kaya punong-puno ng encouragement tong letter ni Paul para sa kanila. Basabi niya, Rejoice in the Lord! To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. So parang nanay si Paul dito, no? Paulit-ulit. Pero katulad ng mga nanay natin, it is just for our own sake. 
Kaya pa ulit-ulit din nating i-remind ang mga sarili natin to rejoice in the Lord no matter our circumstances. So in verse 2, sabi niya, Look out for the dogs. Look out for the evildoers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. According to my Bible study, or study Bible, Paul was referring here to the Judaizers. Judaizers. <laughs> Judaizers are those who believe in the salvation by works. So they are the legalists. Um, sabi sa verse 3, For we are the circumcision who worship by the Spirit of God and glory in Christ Jesus and put no confidence in the flesh. Paul was like saying, Hey, look out for those who are believing and preaching about the salvation that can be received thou through good works. Diba? Parang do these rituals, don't do this practice, do this and do that, and you will be saved. We do not believe in that because we do not depend on what we can do. We do not depend on what our flesh can do. So on, on the succeeding verses, Paul explained na kung good works lang naman ang basihan, he is like the holiest of ho- all holies. Inenumerate pa nga niya yung mga achievements niya like he was circumcised on the eighth day, people of Israel, tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, Pharisee, persecutor of the church, blameless. Diba? As to the righteousness of the law, blameless. Siya yung pinakabanal. <laughs> Kumbaga, siya yung pinakamasunurin, pinakamabait, pinakamatalino. Siya yung friend na walang traffic violation, <laughs> hindi nangungurakot, laging top one sa klase, or laging best employee of the month. Sabi niya sa verse 7, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For His sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Apostle Paul was a Pharisee. He used to have this high standing in the temple or in this religious group and in the society. But... When he encountered Jesus, iniwan niya to lahat. So, we can read the whole story of his conversion in the book of Acts chapter 9. I can say that Paul really fell in love with Jesus. Iniwan niya ang lahat to pursue Jesus. He left his worldly life, the prestige, the, the fame, the comfort, just to follow and seek Jesus. He even suffered for the sake of Jesus. Remember, nasa kulungan siya during this time. Yet, he was continuously meditating on the righteousness and goodness of Jesus. Paul was setting this example for us. Yes, he became excellent in the eyes of the world, but all the more that he desired to be excellent in the eyes of the Lord. His godly excellence was not really his work, but the work of the Holy Spirit in him. And so this makes me ask myself, what kind of excellence am I pursuing? Am I doing my best so that people around me will take notice of me? Para ba ma-recognize ako ng mga tao sa piligid ko? Or am I doing my best as a result of my relationship with Jesus? So, second subheading, verse 12. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that 
I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and is straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize and is straight. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Verse 17, Brothers, join me in join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of, Christ, of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like glorious body by the power that enables him to even that enables him even to subject all things to himself. So in verse 12, medyo kumambyo si Paul. He was like saying, wait, hindi ko sinasabing perfect na ako ha. But I press on, I move forward. Malayo pa ako but I walk and I run towards that holiness and perfection of Christ. If you would remember James uh, chapter 3 verse 2, it was said there, For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. Everyone stumbles in many ways, and nobody really is perfect. Paul was setting the example to continuously press on and to work out towards that goal for the prize Christ called him for. He was looking forward and he was n- not looking back anymore. According to EnduringWord.com, this is an online uh, Bible commentary. The price is the upward call of God. The price is the call itself, not the benefits that come from the call or any other thing. The price is being able to run the race at all, working with God as a partner to do the work of His kingdom. So verse 15, sabi niya, Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. This is one of my favorite verses in this letter because it shows the humility of Paul. Parang sinasabi niya, if you do not agree with what I am saying, God will reveal this to you. If you do not agree with what I am saying, God will reveal to you. Hindi pinipilit ni Paul na isubo sa mga Philippians yung message niya. Especially this uh, pressing on towards the goal of God's kingdom. He was giving a space for God to really work and reveal His call to those who disagree to the message of Paul. And so in this verse, God is teaching me that during disagreements with anyone, hindi ko kailangang ipilit yung side ko. What I need to do is to pray and to surrender to Him and to allow Him to reveal to the other side, or to me, what is really true. So in verse 17, sabi niya, Brothers, join in me, join in imitating me, and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, 
Those who walk as enemies of the cross of Christ, their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they, they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. Follow my good examples and the good examples of others, but watch out the bad examples of those who walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, and they, they, they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. These are those who live worldly lives. These are those who live worldly lives. They would be uh, ending in destruction and damnation. They are idolat- idolaters. They have misplaced priorities, and their attention is not uh, to please God, but to please the world. So where are we here? Are we in the good example or are we in the bad example? So after Paul laid out these good acts and bad acts, he said, But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. According to my study Bible, the Philippians are a Roman colony and they greatly valued their Roman citizenship. Paul was reminding them that, hey, but our citizenship is in heaven. Jesus Christ is waiting for us there. In heaven, he will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to even, even to subject all things to himself. So I would like to read to you a commentary from EnduringWord.com. It said, One paraphrase of citizenship is in heaven reads like this, We have our home in heaven, and here on heaven, we are a colony of... Uh, okay, ulitin ko. We have a home in heaven, and here on earth, we are a colony of heaven's citizens. Paul is saying, just as the Roman colonists never forgot that they belong to Rome, you must never forget that you are citizens of heaven and your conduct must match your citizenship. Parang ganito, we Filipinos take pride on being Filipinos. And so kahit saan man tayo magpuntang bansa, we always act like Filipinos, mostly bring, bringing with us our practices and traditions like our language and accent, our fiestas, and our traditions being hospitable, and, and marami pang iba. And likewise, as Christians, we are just like foreigners of this world. We are citizens of heaven, and so let's live our lives like citizens of heaven. So in this chapter, I learned that Jesus is the goal, Jesus is the way, and Jesus is the ultimate prize. In our current time, ang dami nating goals. My life goals, career goals, family goals, relationship goals, my faith goals pa nga tayo, di ba? But this chapter reminded me that Jesus should be my ultimate goal. Jesus should be our ultimate goal in life. To know Him, to follow Him, to work for Him, to live for Him, and to to really be with him in the end and so this makes me ask myself and you can ask yourself too what are your goals right now and where is jesus in those goals honestly in this season of my life i'm focusing on my career my hobbies 
learning about certain skills, going to certain places, making certain projects, solving and overcoming life challenges, uh, planning about my wedding, at marami pang iba. And studying about this letter to the Philippians is helping me to really examine my life, my habits, my mi- mindsets, my actions, and I'm learning to align all this according to the interests of Jesus. Because sino pa ba ang dapat i-please natin, di ba? Is it our boss? Is it our friends? Is it our family? Or is it Jesus? So, that's it for this episode. I hope you've been encouraged to dig more into the Word of God and study the Bible yourself. Follow me on Instagram at Bible Buddies Podcast and DM me what you learned from this chapter or what are your current goals right now. Don't forget to share this episode to your friends and remember that you are blessed. Bye!